Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to Empowered Conversations. I have a phenomenally outstanding, fabulous, and today is Fabulous Friday. Put your hands up. But my fabulous guest today is Pasha Marlowe. Pasha Marlowe is, she holds a, a master's degree in marriage and family therapy. She is a holistic health coach and life comedy coach. And she created the groundbreaking ROAR program with laughter, how to heal yourself and your life through laughter. Everybody, welcome Pasha Marlowe. I'm so excited to have you today. Thank you for having me, Stephanie. So happy here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then welcome yeah. everyone there. Yeah. I see a Facebook user just uh, popped on and said, hello, hello. hello. I don't know who it is. <laughs> so Pasha, tell me, tell me how you got started. I love you and I spoke before, and I love your story. You shared something with me about your son, but yeah, just tell me, you know, how you started this. Yeah, um, yeah, I go, I go right into the rupture right away because you know, because we've all been there. Everyone's been through heartache and loss and trauma, and this year, especially the collective loss and grief, wall mm -hmm. we're are all experiencing. So. Starting with rupture, because that's the way we roll. Um, last year, my son, who's 12, I have three. I have a 21-year-old, 23-year-old, 12-year-old. My 12-year-old boy, who was 11 at the time, got very sick. It's um, late-stage Lyme disease. It's that stinking little tick the size of a poppy seed that could ruin your life. And he uh, skipped, not skipped, he had to miss all of sixth grade. He couldn't walk on his own, couldn't toilet on his own. He's still sick now. Um, and so this is like a year and a half now. Um, but what was happening a year and a half ago is it was also affecting his, emo his emotional state and mine too, because we're like, you know, is this how, what life is supposed to be where there's always pain and, and illness and we're always in hospitals with doctors and medicines and treatments. It was just too much. And he became suicidal and all your mamas out there and fathers, of course, too, like the world stops. There's nothing else that matters other than keeping your kid alive and safe. So I stopped working at my um, holistic personal training job, um, which I'd been doing for 20 years. And I love the work, but I needed to just be by his side. Right. At the same time, and we've talked about this before too, I couldn't lose myself in it because if I lost myself in this process and didn't do anything that fueled me, I would be no good to him. Mm -hmm. So by his side, literally attached to him over the last year and a half, I created this program called Roar with Laughter which seems like the most unlikely of things to create, but it is laughter and humor that pulled us from the place of being suicidal and in rupture to a place now where even though he's in the next room on the couch in physical pain and unable to go to school, he is laughing, he is playing, he is wanting to live. So <laughs> this is, this is my message in terms of healing with humor that at any moment you can choose to find the funny and even the darkest of situations. You, I've talked to people who are on their deathbeds and find something to laugh at. Um, one of the books that inspired me is Viktor Frankl's Search for uh, Man's Search for Meaning um, about the Holocaust. And he said the people who survived the Holocaust in the concentration camps were the people who could still find something to laugh about. And in the togetherness and in community and collaboration, of course, it's hard to do this work alone, like anything. So, um, 
I started to heal myself, my son through humor. And then I started to bring this work into my life coaching. And the transformation, I tell you, is faster if you start to incorporate humor and levity and just finding reason to want to be here on this crazy earth was that transformation was happening faster than all the work I did in traditional therapy as a marriage and family therapist, than all the work I did. Like I love meditation and yoga and exercise. Don't get me wrong, oh, yeah. but it's not going to save my life. Right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. In those darkest of times where I'm lying down on the bathroom floor crying, like I, I need a hug and I need somebody to get me to smile. And so I found it to be life-saving. And so now it's my mission and that's my why. And I created this program roar with laughter, uh, which is taking people from rupture to rapture. And then we put on a comedy show and we tell our hardest, most heartbreaking of stories about the traumas and the addictions and the losses and the everything. And then we tell them through the lens of humor and we take our power back and, and then we're like, we can do more. We can, we can keep going. And then we're so, energized and enthused that we actually create um, more visibility for ourselves, bigger passions, bigger missions. We serve our families and our people, our clients better because we have this new tool in our toolbox now. And so it's life giving. That's why I got well, there's, there's a reason they say that laughter is the best medicine. There is a biochemical response yeah. that elicits the dopamine and the serotonin that, that, you know, a- along with, you know, meditation and certain modalities such as that, that creates that might or that, that, you know, blissful euphoria that again, I, I agree can take people out of that depressive state. Yeah. And I love it. When you're crying and you're sad or angry, you've been hurt. You're like, nothing's funny. I don't want to laugh. Don't try to make me laugh. Nothing you do is going to make me smile. But then you um, make yourself like anything, you know, you like, you get yourself to watch a comedy routine. You go on YouTube, you, you, you know, find something. And then that laughter is contagious. And the comedian you're watching would ideally be talking about something hard. They went through my favorite right now is uh, Tig Notaro who uh, did an entire, well, she's been doing many stand-up routines about like that round. about cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and on top of that, 2020, and on top of that, infertility, and on top of that, losing her mama, and um, all kinds of heartache. And and she's brilliant in her work and witty. And, um, and I, I resonate with that kind of, I resonate with the pain and I resonate with the the grit and the resilience it takes and the persistence it takes to keep pulling yourself through and find the humor in it. Yeah. And you were able to also heal the other members of your family, you know, yeah. collectively coming together and, you know, we are going to persevere and overcome, be on the other side of this because there's always something to be grateful for. Absolutely. And this year in particular, you know, everyone's saying like, oh my goodness, what else bad can happen this year? <laughs> it's not even November. So lots. And, you know, we need to survive it and we want to mm-hmm. thrive through it. And we want to still be, you know, connected to people and, and be creative and do our work and even have fun, you know? And so I think we have to keep practicing it. It's a muscle like anything else. You know, my bicep's going to get flabby if I don't do bicep curls and my humor muscle is going to fall flat if I don't continue to watch comedy and practice telling jokes and being lighthearted sometimes. 
Absolutely. I mean, and I've always said that, you know, stimulate me intellectually or make me laugh. I mean, laughter is like literally my most favorite thing to do in the world. Yeah. And I was a part of your um, roar last Saturday. Oh, yeah. what, what a quality way to spend part of your Saturday evening. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm so yeah. glad you're there. So tell, tell me a little bit more about your Roar with Laughter program. Mm-hmm. It, it's a coaching program. I take very few people. It's like six to 10. Right now it's all women because frankly, that works well. It's been fun. We did yeah. a co-ed. We're going to do maybe all men one time. But for right now, it's all women. Yeah. And these six to eight women come in saying anything from, I don't know if this is for me because I'm not funny. I've never really been easy to laugh. I have nothing to say. I have no stories to tell. I don't have any trauma. And I'm like, okay, that was that like, you know, and then there's week one. And then we start telling our stories. And, you know, everybody has, mm-hmm. of course, right? And then most of the women I work with are like 45 and up. And so, yeah, you've, you've been through some stuff. Oh, and and what weighs you down and what are your limiting beliefs? And so we start with the rupture. We just start, we start right there. And then that goes um, into orchestration. So ROAR is an acronym, R-O-A-R. Uh, and so it's easy to remember. Um, so O is orchestrate. We say like, what do we want from our life? And I'm like, well, I don't want to be a 50 year old, sad, depressed, anxious woman with insomnia. Like, that's what I want. I'm like, I want that. Well, what would I be if I wasn't that? Okay. Well, I'd laugh a lot and I'd be the light, light of life of the party sometimes. And I'd wear colorful clothes and funky glasses. Well, I had to choose to do that. And now that's what I'm known for, which cracks me up, frankly, because two years ago, it did not look like this, right. you know? And so we have to choose these things. So that's the orchestration. And then A is alchemize. And alchemize, I love, it's like, how can we take our traumas and turn them into comedic gold? And like, how can we tell these stories in a way that they're relatable and that people can connect to? And yes, they're they're challenging to hear and we build the tension in the room, but then we also crack a joke about it. So people are cracking jokes about their their abusers and taking their power back, cracking jokes about the things they've been addicted to and taking their power back. And um, and you saw the show. This show, the last show was we laughed so we do not slaughter because this is some like motherhood, womanhood troubles. And, and so they were just laughing through the fact that like, wow, being a mother right now is really hard. And, um, and there's been a lot of transformation even from that show. Like they said it out loud. They're not holding on to it. And people in the audience were like, yes, we can relate. And yay. Thanks for saying out loud. And so they were liberating each other. Mm-hmm. The final R is rupture which is obviously laughter and joy, but also one of my favorite words, pleasure. So (laughs) pleasure is like, it can be sexual pleasure with a person or yourself, but it's also like, what do you even like? Like, what do you like to eat? What do you like to wear? If nobody was telling you and you weren't conditioned and society wasn't saying, you know, that's not what you a 50-year-old should wear or, or that's that's not the right way to work out or you shouldn't eat that. Like, what do you actually like? And mom mm-hmm. is like, huh, well, when's the last time somebody asked me that? They start thinking about what well, my kids like. Well, my kids like hiking. So I guess I like hiking. Well, my kids like carving pumpkins, so I guess I like carving pumpkins. My son wanted to carve a pumpkin the other day. I sat down and I was like watching him. I'm like, yeah, I don't really want to carve a pumpkin. Right. Yeah. I actually mm-hmm. don't. I like watching mm-hmm. him carve a pumpkin. I'll stick the candle in it, light it up, and put it up. I don't really want to. That's okay. 
You know, well, that goes along with cultivating self-awareness. Again, knowing what you want and why you want what you want. And, you know, so many people... Uh, it's like they're always living their life outside of them, like for other people. And, you know, the the whole claim, put your mask on first. You must take care of yourself. You must show yourself love. And, you know, when I was on your your Roar Mm -hmm. uh, event on Saturday, there's a liberation that I could sense and feel and pick up with the women who were on there sharing their stories. And it's like, wow, it's like sharing your truth and not, not being un, 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 unapologetic about it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Unapologetic, untamed, radical truth telling and mm-hmm. heroic self love through comedy. I mean, like, and right. we're going like, to talk about the hardest things. We talk about everything. We talk about racial equality. We talk about sexuality. We talk about politics. We talk about death. We, we talk about it. But we talk about it, um, and then we allow ourselves in the safe, empathetic space Absolutely. to also laugh about it and, and really learn and unlearn. I think that's even more important, you know, all, all of our conditioning. And, like, why are we saying it that way? That's weird. Why do we feel weird about this? Like, let's talk about this. Like, all the messy stuff. Mm-hmm. I love holding space for those difficult conversations and then inviting the audience into those difficult conversations through improv and then the show. Um, and there is another show, by the way, in early December, December 3rd, uh, yes. so it'll be a Thursday night. And then another Roar With Laughter program starts if anybody's interested in being in it or finding their inner comedian um, and putting on a show. Uh, that is in January. So we start, I'm not sure exactly which day in January, but we start in January with a whole new session that's season six. So yeah, it's moving along. Jump start 2021 in the right direction. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, I, and I mentioned this earlier, uh, on, you know, our talk, uh, mm-hmm. earlier and that I'm writing a book yeah. and, and it's an autobiography and it is sharing my life story and a lot of the trials and tribulations I've been through mm-hmm. in a way that is funny. Like, yeah. and if you, if you think about it, like, like for instance, one of my favorite shows is Will and Grace yeah. and this you know, the last three years they started and it was, you know, the, the election and Trump being president mm-hmm. and they took it and without being ugly and there, you know, it's, it's all about bringing delight on both sides and making fun of both sides. And it's like knee slap and screaming, clapping, laughing, hilarious. Yeah. You know, okay. to bring delight that which we need to think about. Absolutely. And, yeah. And your work and health and wellness and nutrition and cooking into the world. And there's a lot of health and life coaches out there. And if we weren't bringing in comedy and funny, like we could get lost in the shuffle, but we have important messages to tell and, and to be able to, um, you know, do it through laughter. It makes it a little bit more fun and people are more engaged. And so I just, I think it's really smart and I think it's needed, especially now. So yeah, I applaud you for, for doing the work you're doing and, and for writing the book and being of writing the book. Like I think when you do something scary, like put together a cooking show, like you are, or putting together a comedy show, like I am like, we could be yes. thinking like, who the fuck are we to be putting on a comedy show and writing a book or doing a you know cooking show? It's like, and then we do it and we're like, huh, I guess we're the type of person who does do that, actually. Thank you very much. And then we go on to do something different. So you're going to write a book in 2021. I'm going to write a book in 2021. I'm going to be on a TED Talk. 
I'm going to put together a one woman show. These things are happening. Yes. And these are big bucket list dreams that a year ago I would have never thought possible. And then I'm like, well, like, first of all, like, if not now, when, and why not? And, and then I think like this, why not? Why, who, who made the rules that you have to be, you know, a certain size or a certain age or, you know, look a certain way to be uh, an author or a personal trainer or a comedy, comedy artist or a chef. Like, you know, I'm just done playing the rules. I'm done playing the game and we're going off off roading now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like I, yeah, rules. I mean, I, I know, you know, some people love to follow rules, but like I've always been of the adage that, um, you know, breaking the rules, expanding yourself. Yeah. And that's what you did when you were asking yourself, well, who am I? Right. Well, who are you is your life experience and what you're doing for others through your modality of empowering others. Right. Right. Exactly. I love it. At any, moment, at any moment you could change your story at any moment you could rewrite it. Yeah. I woke up today I wasn't really feeling this stuff funny. I was not, I was not, my, my kiddos be really sick today. I was wearing dark clothes. I was wearing my darker glasses. My hair was in a ponytail. I hadn't brushed my teeth. I'm like, I'm talking to Stephanie today. Wait a minute. I could change. I put on my bright green. I put on my big earrings. I put on my red glasses and like, I feel better. It's not, you, I'm not faking it. Like I feel better. I chose to do this. I chose and you emanate such beauty, like inner and outer beauty. You know, making the decision. Like I'm not gonna. I'm not just gonna stay in this in this uh, lull. I'm gonna. And 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 we're gonna get off here, and you're gonna feel fabulous throughout the day. I will. I will. Yeah. In the bathroom with my son dressed like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly. Feeling fabulous and looking fabulous. Now, you mentioned um, earlier you were talking about pleasure. Tell me a little bit more about the pleasure that you're speaking of. Yeah. Um, well, part of this is Mama Gina's work. She uh, runs a school for womanly arts in New York. And my life coach, Megan Joe Wilson, introduced me to her. And this whole idea of pleasure, like not only asking yourself what you want, what do you really want um, away from everything else and everyone else, but then like, can you love yourself enough to give yourself the pleasure that you so freely give to others? I'm so good to my friends, to my family, mm-hmm. to my clients. And if I'm home by myself, do I do I buy myself the flowers and the good chocolate? Do I buy myself the good bread? Do I treat myself to a bu- bubble bath? Do I allow myself to be um, luxurious? And do I buy the nice underwear even though nobody's going to freaking see it? <laughs> Can we be really good to ourselves and bring ourselves pleasure and then from from there, yes, it does extend into, you know, how can we feel really good in our bodies, no matter our size and ability. And as we get older, that's so important. Um, like, who are we, you know, at our at our core and spiritually and soulfully and finding pleasure in that. And then also in sexual pleasure. And, and that does not have to include another person. Right. And so and, and just being open to that and. And enjoying the 8,000 nerve endings that were put there on this planet for our pleasure alone. And using vitality and energy and um, to continue our mission and our work. So we have many resources (laughs) at our hands. 
And I love that you talk about sexual pleasure and the the nerve the you know, the eight thousand nerve endings. And it's like, why is there so much shame? around the very thing that brings us into existence. So mm-hmm. I know um, there's another thing. So I, you know who Marie Forleo is, correct? Yes. Oh God, she is amazing. She has this term batshit multi-passionate. Batshit? Okay, I've never heard of that. I don't know if you are, but I am batshit multi-passionate and I am going to be starting a podcast in 2021 and it's women unplugged, raw and real. And there's going to be a lot of sexual conversation. And I know that you're going to be one who's going to be a guest on the podcast. I have a uterus on my cell phone. Oh God, I love that. That is hilarious. I love that. For my 50th, I think my friends wanted me to wear it like a tattoo, but I knew I'd, you know, wear it off. So I put it on my phone. (laughs) Like a lower back, like like a like a um God, not um on your oh, lower back. Yoga, yoga tattoo that nobody sees or you don't see yourself. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I absolutely love that. That is so cool. So, did you have that custom? Obviously, you had it custom, or or maybe not. Was that something you found? No, it's just somebody gave me a sticker. It's just a oh. sticker. I stuck it on my phone. I think they wanted me to like put it on my bicep or something, like a like a tattoo, but I didn't. That so, is um, awesome. Anyhow, just reminding myself of like why it matters to vote. Just saying. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> vote, people, get out oh, and no. vote. <laughs> vote. Vote. Exercise your right. Yeah. Well, Pasha, it has been so incredible to have you on my show today. Now, tell everybody how they can find you. And you mentioned uh, your roar with laughter. Tell everybody, do you have like, you have a special going on? Just yeah. uh, remind people. Yes. Yeah. So um, roar with laughter starts up again in January, the new season. And mm-hmm. I will offer everyone who's watching this replay or live $200 off the program. So starting in January, you can go to roarwithlaughter.com to learn all about it, but just reach out to me directly and, and let me know. We'll have a conversation about um, that you were here. And, uh, and yeah, that that's fun. I'm, I'm so excited to be able to offer that to Stephanie's uh, community. And um, if anyone's interested in how to use improv games, either at home at the dinner table or on your boring zoom calls, like these things are getting old. So ways to engage your audience, your clients, even if from corporate America, the life coaching calls, you don't need experience to do these um, easy, simple group Zoom improv games. So I have a list of my favorite five and I'll I'll, uh, offer that as well. Um, Yeah, And reach out to me. I can put my Calendly link in there because I do these uh, 30 minute free, um, I call my little comedy chats. Like we can talk about dealing with humor and like what's going on in your life and, um, and how you want to bring more humor into your days. So I'm happy to provide all that to you all. And of course it's something I'm passionate about and I'm happy to talk about it anytime. So thank you. I love it. I love your passion. I love your story. Yeah. Pasha, thank you so much. It was such an honor to have you on my show today. And uh, we will be chatting soon and uh, look for an invitation for my podcast next year. um, Well, everybody have a, again, put your hands up. Fabulous Friday. Celebrate yourself. Friday is all about celebrating yourself. Celebrate what just doesn't matter who you are, what you do, what you don't do. Celebrate yourself. You're worthy. All right, guys. Thank you again, Pasha. And, uh, We'll see you guys later. All right.